0: What are some values that you've seen in America's you've you, you expressed, it's a great place. What are some values that you've seen or some u- unique characteristics that define this community?
1: What wonderful thing about Americas is that individuals will go into a neighborhood um, that they may not live in, but they'll go in there and they'll work and they'll show um, their concern and they'll try to do some things that 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 need to be done. They'll help their neighbor. Yeah. Um, they'll assist in any way they can as a whole. Um, and, and that's just one of the um check marks for you know why is america so great
0: welcome to the america's podcast where we're learning what it means to become a next level neighbor creating a place we enjoy with the people we love today uh my name is john schroeder it's always John Schroeder, and today uh, I have a good friend of mine, Carl Reed III. He is uh, a career advisor for Telemon here in town. He's also a community advocate in Americus. Carl, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Well, thank
1: you, John. Thank you for having me. Um, I feel honored. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. I got I got caught up just a minute there with my my, my name and things, but uh, that was really funny. Um, listen, Carl, uh, it's it's been really great to get a chance to know you. We moved again in in sometime mid last year. Uh, and I got a chance to meet you and and Summer. You guys have been such a joy. Like when I get a chance to see you out in the community, we're we're pretty close neighbors. You live on Lee Street. We live on Taylor Street. Uh, man, it it has been such a great time. I do know this though. They are working on Lee Street that bridge. Oh, All right. Goodness, that's that's yes. right next to your your house, right? <laughs> right. Right. Okay. How right. has that affected your daily routine? Oh man, you know the water main
1: busted um, while they were working, and so um, some of the people they were out of water. But um, for the most part, you know, yeah. it's it's a little less traffic. Yep, yeah, that's right. That's right. You can
0: so only nice, go right, yeah. I think, right? Out. Right yeah. right or left, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. I think I think they're working on trying to build out that, that bridge to make it stronger for larger vehicles to come through. I think that's that. That's why they're taking so much time on it, I think. Yeah, I,
1: but, I'm not too sure yeah, about what the plan They've got was. some
0: huge equipment out there. They've got some,
1: yeah, some big, <laughs> big, huge equipment.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, listen, uh, Carl, you know what we kind of do here on the podcast. We're learning how to neighbor well together. It's about community. It's about understanding one another. It's about learning how to people again, right? I mean, with the with with the internet, which is great. There's so many things that are great about the internet. One of the, the negative pieces of that, though, is we kind of stand behind a computer and we begin to express ourselves and we begin to categorize people uh, in ways that are unhealthy, right? And so if I see a, partic- a particular political thing or anything like that, I begin to categorize you immediately. And that's not healthy for anyone. So, our, our hope is, is that we would learn how to be great neighbors again, have conversations, learn from one another. Uh, and, and before we get dive into things that are important to us, man, we need to hear from others and what's important to them. And so this is why we started the podcast. And so uh, one of the first questions that I love to ask people here is kind of who are you? Um, not just what you do. That doesn't define you, it's who you are. So tell us a little bit about Carl Reed growing up. Where were you born? Tell me a little bit about your your family dynamics.
1: Well, I was born in Knoxville, Tennessee, um, but my blood runs through Americas. Okay. My my dad grew up, was born and raised here in Americas, um, and his father. And so I grew up coming to Americas every summer.
0: Oh, wow. Ever since I was little. Yeah.
1: Um, I grew up in Bloomfield, Connecticut. um, Once my dad graduated from college, Um, married my mom and they moved from Knoxville to Connecticut and I Mm. was born and raised well I was raised in Bloomfield Connecticut which at the time um in the early 70s to mid 70s was one of the most diverse communities in the United States
0: wow what what made it so diverse do you know
1: um it's it was just um it was small enough where um the, the people in the diversity of the people that moved to Bloomfield yeah um it was a lot like America's. yeah. Just a small, um, close-knit community mm. um, that people just really enjoyed one another and really enjoyed being neighbors.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, that's awesome. All right, so, yeah, tell me a little bit about, where are were you, or were you, uh, did you have siblings? Um, tell me a little I've, bit about your family. Okay.
1: Yeah, I have one one sister, Okay, so it was just me and my sister. Are you the um, oldest? I'm the oldest. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't like to claim that too yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> but yes, I'm the oldest. Um, and we had both our parents, um, grew up with both our parents and, um, I played football. You know, I was the normal American kid, played football, baseball, soccer, um, had a good high school experience, had a good school experience all the way around. Wow. Um, but that's where I learned how to be a community advocate, um, in Connecticut.
0: Wow. Um, Okay. Okay. So, so, so you grew up with this kind of value of, of caring for people. Where, where did that come from?
1: Um, I just, it came from my mom. Okay. Um, my mom raised us that you just, you be good to people, Mm -hmm. um, whether they're good to you or not, it's not your responsibility to judge them, but it is your responsibility to love them despite themselves.
0: Wow. Wow. That's, that, that, that's a great way of saying it, isn't it? Yes. Um, And and that, and that just affected you even at a young age, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I don't think my mother ever met a human being she didn't like, Mm -hmm. um, they may have made her mad. You know, they may yeah. not have done what she wanted them to do. Um, a lot of times I didn't do what <laughs> she wanted me to do, yeah. but she loved me unconditionally and she loved everybody that she came in contact with.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you played a lot of sports. Did you, were you thinking about getting it more into sports and kind of seeing if that could be a career at some point too? Or did, were you just enjoying the community and playing around and just, you know, no, being a kid? In,
1: just enjoying the community. Uh, I tell you, I wanted to be a writer really growing up so um i've i wrote i write poetry okay so and i've had a couple of um poems published um but i grew up wanting to be a, a writer i didn't oh, wow I, I played sports just for the fun of it and just okay, okay. um the camaraderie okay of, of team
0: all right so if, if if you're that young and you're thinking about writing what were some influences like who were you reading who were you what were you where did that come from
1: um i was just a bookworm yep i'm um, being little i was um I'm, I wasn't as introverted, extroverted as I am now. I was more introverted. Um, I stayed to myself, did a lot of reading um, stories and poetry and just poetry was the expression mm. of poetry. Yeah. Um, and what you had to process after reading it and, and having maybe to go back and read it again, just just to, to know that you understood a point. Yeah. That was just um, exciting to me that yeah. you could put some words on paper um, yeah. that could really touch an individual.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, poetry, literature, I mean, that's, that, that comes from the heart. That's a deep emotion. I mean, that's something at a young age. I mean, did you feel like you were able to express yourself externally too, or did you just feel like you just needed to write it on a piece of paper?
1: I needed to write it on a piece of paper. And I think that's where the excitement came from. Um, That was the easiest way um, growing up for me Mm -hmm. um, to really express myself and and get out my true feelings. Yeah. um, Without feeling that I was being judged or anything, mm-hmm. you know, it's just me, the yeah. pen and the, and the piece of paper. Yeah. Um, and we were all on one, <laughs> one yeah. page. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Did you get a chance to share those with your mom or with others, or did you kind of keep it to yourself or? Um, for a
1: little while, I just kept it to myself. And then, um, as I went on to college, I started sharing. Yeah. And, um, I have three manuscripts that I've, i finished. I even looked at, um, self-publishing for, for a little while. Yeah. Um, gotta, it gets a little expensive when you, when yeah. you're doing that.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: So uh so all right through 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 middle school high school I mean what what were your relationships like what were your dynamics like were were you a kind of a people person were you out in the crowds a lot doing a lot of things um kind of what was that like for you
1: Well to let my sister tell it um I was a bully she could never get a boyfriend <laughs> But That's I was right. I was uh I guess I was one that um I had a lot of friends okay a lot of associates um we I had a lot of different friends um and so i was exposed to a lot of different cultures at an early age and and that's probably where a lot of my thought process comes Mm. um in inclusion yeah um because i didn't have a lot of things to deal with that you know others in certain other parts of the country
0: did, yeah 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 so do you feel like yeah let's talk a little bit about that about You know, being able at a young age to experience different cultures and subcultures and just and just people, you know, just being invited over or going over to different places and connecting. Uh, Did you feel like everyone else kind of was in the same place or did you feel like there was like a pressure for you guys to know just be with your people or just be in your culture or anything like that? Oh,
1: absolutely not. Not where I grew up. Bloomfield was was not that kind of town. Mm -hmm. One high school. One middle school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. One junior high. So no matter you had you were going to interact yeah with people all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and um I don't know if it was a conscious effort or if it was just something that happened mm-hmm. um to us as a community. We just took that on and embraced it. Yeah. Um and you you know, if you were from Hartford or Windsor, mm-hmm. Connecticut, you couldn't come into Bloomfield and bully anybody because yeah. the whole town would it was coming for you, yeah. coming for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how we did. That that's 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 a great case study for, you know, other communities, even like communities like Americus or other even small communities. Like what are those it, like what are those ingredients? What are those values that did so well in that? You know, and it could be just, you know, the normal competition of like hey, when we had school, we we all we all wanted to see each other succeed when we're in sports, like we all came to the same games, like we wanted to win, we wanted to be together. Do, do did you notice any particular values or ingredients that just brought on that camaraderie that you guys embraced when you say embrace what do you feel like you guys embraced
1: we embraced we embraced the totality of humanity Mm -hmm. we we i i to break it down once i had a chance to to process it as i grew up um we really just looked at everybody as a human being Mm. um and when you can look at An individual as a human being, and not the color of the skin, or texture of the hair, or or anything else, it's hard not to have empathy. It's hard not to 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 um to to feel something for that person because they're just another human being.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Okay, so you you get out of high school. Do you know where you want to do after that? Do you know? I mean, are you going to college? What? Where's your career path? Where where are you headed
1: at? Um, wow, I haven't thought about this in a long time, John. You. (laughs) <laughs> um yes, I I was going to college, got a 4 year um scholarship to the to my number 1 college. Nice. Um which was nice. And then um my girlfriend from high school became pregnant. Okay. So, um I had a choice mm-hmm. to to make and I made the choice um it, of course it was, you know, early 80s, mm-hmm. but I made the choice that the right thing to do for me was to get married. I'm having this child, I'm going to mm-hmm. get married um to this individual and and we're gonna we're gonna raise our child together. It mm-hmm. okay. didn't necessarily work out that way. Mm-hmm. Um but that was that was my thought process. And I was 18 years old. So mm-hmm. um you know when you when if you've worked with kids at all, um, you know, 18, we're still still yeah. not um really good at processing situations. Mm-hmm. Um we just act on feeling and that's what I did. I acted on on feeling. Yeah. But I have yeah. no regrets. Yeah yeah no yeah. regrets whatsoever.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, from that, were you, were, were you still living? Uh, you said in Buford, is that what you said? Bloomfield. 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 Okay. okay. You're still mm-hmm. living there. Um, what, what's your next step? Where do you find yourself?
1: So I go to, um, the community college, um, in the area. Okay. Um, become president of black student union. Um, at first up my, I, um, my, first I thought I wanted to be in politics. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. so I was a political science major. Okay. Um, and okay. I was doing a lot of community work and, um, I was a community activist, mm-hmm. um, for Hartford areas rally together. Okay. Um, and okay. then, um, I, I got a job, um, running a campaign f- for a representative.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what kind of sparked that, that journey?
1: Um, I wanted to make a change. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a change maker. I I I um I saw some things that happened even in my community cuz you know, good mm-hmm. and bad no matter what community you're living in. Yeah. Good or bad, but I saw some some things that I thought could be changed um to to better the community to to help each individuals become more um humanitarian and mm-hmm. and um I just wanted to make a change and I yeah. I thought um getting into politics was the way Way to do that. Yeah. That's not yeah. necessarily work that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. So, so, okay. So you're into there and, and you're trying to, you're trying to make your way. What, what kind of convinces you to kind of step out of that and maybe, maybe, maybe look at something else? I
1: was running a campaign um, for an individual that was running for mayor okay. of, of Hartford. And um, so, um, sitting down, we're having a strategy meeting. And I map out the communities we needed to go and 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 visit mm-hmm. and um um unfortunately, that individual says, "Well, I don't need those people over there mm. and and um, my thought process was, "Well, you're gonna represent them, yeah, so I think you should at least hear what some of their issues may be um and and you know, to be honest, I'm just gonna be frank it it was um it was a color thing mm-hmm. um and um uh, that, that really just tarnished my thought of mm-hmm. how good politics could be that mm-hmm. I, I just thought politics was the end all be all, yeah. but that was a, a reality mm-hmm. shock
0: for me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: About what politics really were.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So after that, did you kind of just have to step down from that and just say, Hey, you know, y'all write it out or did you, did you kind of finish up that campaign and then just kind of, Find yourself in another spot?
1: No, no I completed the campaign. We okay. won by one vote. Okay. One single vote. Okay. Um, and um, I was asked to to um run a campaign for a state representative and I turned that down. Yeah. Um, and I just decided I was gonna go and um just work and yeah. and, and raise my raise my son. Yeah. And um just be a family man.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like, you know, the efforts that you were able to put in with this, you know, with this win uh with the mayor do you feel like the some of the th- hopes that you had in that campaign took place or did you feel like uh you know it was just kind of stable and i i it really think it was the
1: just I, I think it just it was what it was um although the individual won the the the, the race um i still think they were disconnected from a population to which they mm-hmm. represented yeah. um a, a area um and and um you know, I know you can't be everything to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you take on the responsibility of a, a public office, I yeah. believe you at least have the responsibility to hear everybody out that is in your area that you represent. Yeah. At least hear them out. At yeah. least sit at the table with
0: them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you kind of step away from that, focus a little bit on family. Um where w- where do you go from there?
1: So we have another son. Okay. Um, and I'm married for four years and and um we as um young getting older and young adults we realize this probably wasn't the the Mm -hmm. the best thing to do um it's it's rough Mm -hmm. um when you're young and I'll tell any young person this you know it's it's when you're when you're doing certain things you really need to think about what the consequences could be
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um because sometimes um I know at 18 you think you're grown um, but consequences sometimes get a little bit bigger than your capacity to process, mm-hmm. think it through, um, act rationally. Um, and and I'm speaking for myself. And yeah. those that's what happened to me. Um, and unfortunately we got we got divorced and mm-hmm. and um, you know, my sons are doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, my ex-wife is married now and and doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting married, I'm doing well. And yeah. so, you know, it, it all worked out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know that, how did you, okay, I mean, b- b- even going through that, I mean, how did you process that when the, when the papers are signed and you're kind of, you know, six months out, out from that, like, where are you at? Where's your headspace? Where are your emotions? Where's your life?
1: Well, that's a good question. I, I didn't process it well at all, John. I'm I'm just going to be honest. Um, I began drinking and using mind altering substances mm-hmm. and, um, became an addict. Yeah. So um,
0: this, you weren't an addict before. This is this is kind of a, kind of a okay, yes yes
1: um and not a not an excuse to yeah, be yeah. one but that was the the catalyst where I thought I needed to mm-hmm. break away from reality, mm-hmm. um and um I don't know how much about addiction you know but the process of addiction you know it starts with with use and and then it can turn into misuse and then abuse and then goes on and goes on and goes on and that's what happened yeah so for um for over twenty years. Mm. um, I was an addict. Okay. An active addict. Okay. Um, wound up living on the streets in Connecticut. Okay.
0: Um, so you were, you were a a functioning addict for a a while, just, you know, just doing normally daily stuff, weekly stuff, and then just caught up to you and okay.
1: Just caught up to me and I, I I wound up on the streets, Mm -hmm. um, going from, you know, sleeping wherever I could Mm-hmm. Um, until the point I I began sleeping under a bush under a big church, um a big Catholic church. That okay. was my my spot for about a year, mm-hmm. um, where I would go and 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 sleep and then get up and you know, do what, what active addicts do, just try to figure out a way how you can yeah. use again. Yeah. Um and that's what I that's that's what I did for over 20 years.
2: hmm hmm
0: How did you, I mean, this is, uh, you know, just for me, you know, just being able to share this, uh, you know, how how did you process waking up and thinking through, like, did you, did, I mean, do you feel like this, this disease, this, this thing just caught you and now it's just controlling you? Or do you feel like you had a little bit of control, a little bit of self-will, kind of where was your, where was your space as you would get up for this year, you know, like. Oh,
1: Oh, no, I, um, I had no control. Okay. Um, I, 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 and I, you know, I, I tell the story to a lot of people that I, I talk to when I'm, I'm presenting to, to, um, when I'm asked to speak, mm-hmm. um, to, to people who are dealing with addiction. Um, I got to the point where my mental health was just destroyed, mm. and, um, it's was only by the grace of God that I, I'm, I can sit here before you, yeah, um, that I can be anywhere now, um, since you know prior to 2000, yeah. um. I jumped off. I tried to jump off a bridge onto a highway, um, had a seizure, fell back. This couple came by. It was two o'clock in the morning. I don't know what that couple was doing, walking across that bridge, but they found me and they called 911. I um, took rat poisoning when uh, a girlfriend I I was living with was going away for a week to visit her mom out of town and Mm. she forgot something. And so two hours later she comes back home and finds me on the floor, passed out, called 911. Um, I tried to hang myself. Mm. Um, and, um, that one, one night and then in the morning, my coworkers, because I was always the first one at work, Mm -hmm. they decided to come to my house, which was right around the corner from where I worked. And they saw me hanging and called 911 and, um, the, um, EMT, came to my room that day and that's kind of when the light switch started turning on mm-hmm. and he said, you know, um, he said, you were cold and blue when we when we got you. And so we were putting you in a bag and he said something whispered in my ear and said, Give you give him oxygen. And so I went to grab the tank and my, my 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 partner said, What are you doing, man? He's 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 cold and blue. He said, I don't know, but I'm gonna do it. And um here I am.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Something's someone, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So what do you do with that? When, when you say the light turns on, like what, what, where did you find yourself then?
1: Um, doing the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the, the cycle, I, I did um, get a job. I did um, stop for a little while. Um, and soon as an adversity came up, that addictive thought process kicked right in and I ended up back on the streets again. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, and that's, that's, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, and people need to understand, you know, it's, I I hear a lot of people say, well, they, if they didn't, they shouldn't, if they just stop, they'd be all right. Um, it's a little bit more difficult than that. It's a disease yeah. and it's a process. And just like the process to become addicted, there's a process yeah. to find recovery.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really great question too, you know, as, as people are, you know, whether they're in Americas or or anywhere really is as they meet people and they want to be a help, right. To people what are the, what are the best ways to do that? You know, um, I mean, there are immediate needs, right? There mm-hmm. are, there are ways that we can engage maybe some short-term things, maybe a little bit long-term things, but, but what were some things that, um, just, just helped you that you felt like were, were helpful in your recovery?
1: Um, God bought people in my, 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 life that were not hindrances. Mm-hmm. Um, neither were, were they individuals that fed my, my active addiction. Okay. Um, they came in to help, they gave me short-term help, they gave me long-term help, but they also gave me options. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course the choice was mine, yeah. but they provided options without judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they did not um, continue to, to feed me, like give me money or, or um, do things that a lot of people, a lot of families find themselves doing when they have a loved one um, who is lost to, to active addiction. Okay. Um, that's something you cannot do. Yeah. 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 You help them, but you, you know, you don't give them resources in which they can flip that and go and use.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what advice do you do you give people? Like let's just say, hey, you know, I want to I want to help. I want to be a part of this community. I want to love people. If someone approaches me and they ask for something, do you give people advice?
1: Um, I give them empathy. And I listen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I ask some questions, um, particularly if they're coming to me for for, for help. So I, mm-hmm. I ask questions, and I I have empathy. I try to put myself in 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 their shoes. And of course, it's easier for me because I've I've lived that life. Um, and 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 the biggest point is, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I'm here to help. I'll help you any way I can. Mm-hmm. But what is it that you want to do? Yeah, because that will dictate how I help. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can give them immediate help, give them, provide them food, um, mm-hmm. a place to stay for the night, I'm I'm all for that. Um, I would prefer the long term help. Hey, let's mm-hmm. let's get you some help. Let's get you to a center. Let's get you to a professional, um, and let's see if if we can help you on, down yeah. this road of recovery. And I'm always here to support you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, so if, if someone asks for immediate cash, let's say they said, Hey, you know, I really want to just get a meal more than likely you would just say, well, what do you want to eat? I'll just go get that for you. Yeah. Or, you know, something like that yes. would be more helpful and would you be feel more like, helpful. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then just try to give them the resources they need. Hey, listen, you know, on Tuesdays, they always provide this, you know, and just try to help them kind of set up, some stability in their lives if they want it. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. That's, that's huge. Um, And and I think that again, that empathy is really, really important Um, because we don't know a, how people got there and B we don't recognize the, the control that they don't have. And so I think that's a really, really great thing. Uh, And I appreciate you sharing a little bit of your story, but also, you know, we want to do, we want to take care of our neighbors, right? And and we got to know, uh, where, where the first steps are sometimes, you know, that we don't have to be intimidated. We can, we can engage. Right. And so I think that's very, very helpful. Um, and John,
1: you know, it, it was neighbors that helped me get to where I am at today. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little um, bit about that. If, if I had some, 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 um, very empathetic, caring, um, human beings, um, brought into my life, um, that never gave up on me. Mm -hmm. um that even though i disappointed them time and time again they just like months years yes okay and they you know i i I messed up a couple of times on on that journey Mm -hmm. um but they were always there to just put their hand out and say hey you you, you ready to get up now Mm -hmm. you ready to dust yourself off you ready to start this journey again Yeah. yeah i know it's it's you have to start all over again but hey here's the goal right yep um and and you know, a lot of them were here in America's. Wow. Um, wow. There were a few in, in Connecticut, but most of yeah, So what of...
0: brought you from Connecticut here? Like, what was that?
1: It was God again. I woke up one morning up from underneath the bush where I slept at, um, at on the church grounds. And I started walking and I heard, get on the bus or you'll die today. And I just kept walking. Mm-hmm. And I heard it again, get on the bus or you'll die today. And I kind of stopped for a minute and trying to process and um, thinking, you know, ah, maybe it was, it's just something, it's probably me, mm-hmm. you know, all the all the substances I've got in my, inside my body. And I start walking again and, and the voice said, very emphatically, get on the bus or you will die today. So as I continue walking, a car drives by me. And it was um, a gentleman that I hadn't seen in four or five years um we we had a rift and so we we um drifted apart i I noticed the car the brakes he hits the brakes puts it in reverse my knees start buckling because i'm thinking to myself this is going to be an altercation here and he rolls down the window says hey listen if i buy you a bus ticket to go see your mother and father will you get on it today yeah so that's how i got back to americans
0: wow Wow. Let that settle, man. Whew. Okay. So you get back into Americus.
1: Get back into Americus.
0: Tell me, tell me a little bit about what that, what that was like the first year, two years.
1: Uh, difficult. Mm. Um, change. Um, It, it, but it forced me to seriously think about what I really wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Did I wanna continue on with the way I was living or did I want something better? Yeah. Um, did,
0: did that start on the bus ride? No,
1: there? no, yeah. it didn't start. It did, I had already gotten here, um, mm-hmm. had, um, had several jobs and, and lost them and um, had some, some, some backsliding happen, mm-hmm. um, wound up at Middle Flint. Okay. um got some help um and that and and had the people around me um mm-hmm. church family um uh Reverend Sims was Larry Sims was very very um uh, he called me son I, he he was like a second father to me yeah um and um just that church family was just always there for me mm-hmm. um and and a lot of people in that church helped me out mm-hmm. um at Union Tabernacle Baptist Church
2: mm-hmm.
0: um
1: it, so many to, to, to call out names. Um, however, they know who they are. Yeah. Um, and, and to this day, you know, I just love them to death. I, I owe them a lot of, of, of where I am at today. I owe it to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So where, where was a kind of, um, the, where, where did you find yourself being more consistent to where you're at right now?
1: Um, when my head cleared, and I had truly made a decision that I was not going to be an active addict anymore. Mm-hmm. And that um, what I was going to do was help others like I had gotten help. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wound up doing. Yeah. Um, I wound up helping others that, that um, like other people had helped me.
0: Yeah. Um, and yeah. that
1: was so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but it, 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 really, um, it really formulated my thought process about community. Mm-hmm. About humanity, about people, about empathy um and and you know those are all those words that I just mentioned they're very very important and and um really deeply ingrained in my in my moral values,
0: yeah, yeah, wow, I mean, it's definitely you know just kind of hearing even just parts of your story, it's you know this this deep concern and care for humanity and just watching your and hearing about your life in which you were trying to destroy humanity in yourself. And God was like, no, I want you to know that I care for humanity because I care for you. And then Seeing these people, so I mean, this is just a—I mean, it—it it shows what you're being able to express to others as well. I mean, that's a huge uh, piece, and I'm so thankful again that, that you're here. I've, I've mentioned that to you before. Uh, you know, I've, I've always um, just really enjoyed uh, seeing you around town. Thank you for so much again for for your story. But now you are—I mean, you're 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 an advocate. Uh, you you help other people as a career advisor. So so tell me a little bit about what you do now.
1: Um. Right now, I'm a career advisor for Telemann um, Corporation, and um, we're funded um, through the National Farm Workers Jobs Program okay. um, by the Department of Labor. Um, and individuals who have done agricultural work, okay. any, any type of agricultural work, um, if they want to change careers, um, if they want to find a job, um, if they want training, if they want to go to college, um, as a career advisor, um, Telemann, we can help them reach their career and mm. training goals. Um, so many um, go on to cert- certificate programs and we'll, we pay the tuition and the books and ev- everything that they need. And then when they when they graduate, they get certified. I'll help them um, find a job in there in there. Um, career of choice.
0: Okay. Okay. Is this is this like state funded or federally funded or is this like a donate I mean is this like a, a It's a federal 60- grant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Federal grant, grant.
1: money that grant. that Tellamon is in 11 states. Okay. So it's been here in in Georgia for over 35 years. Okay. I um, and we have six offices in Georgia, but we're in 11 states.
0: Wow. Wow. So um so yeah, I mean you're 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 engaged um and just providing help for people and connection with people um but you're also a part of the, the community. You, you, you get involved, you're, you're, you're there. Um, tell, tell us a little bit about Americus. Uh, one of the first questions that, uh, that when we we're sitting down was just the idea of the impression of Americus. Again, you, you mentioned your parents are from here, mm-hmm. you know, being in a small town when, when you describe Americus to other people, when they say, tell me about Americus, how do you describe Americus?
1: A great place to be, a great place to live, a great place to raise children, Mm -hmm. um it's been my experience um and and you know not it i haven't had all good experiences i'm not i'm not trying to say that but the when i look at when you look at the big picture Mm -hmm. um i've been exposed to some wonderful wonderful people um that are my neighbors that live right next door down the street or live on the other side of town but they're still my neighbors because they're in my community yeah um and um so I tell them, um, America's is a great place to be. It has so much to offer. It has so much to offer families and individuals. Um, how many places with the the population that we have can say we have a technical college mm-hmm. and a university? Yeah. Um, and, and, and how many places can say we have so much going on community wise that yeah. the community comes together on a regular basis? Yeah. I mean, you know, that doesn't happen everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's some very um, influential people, some mm-hmm. some very dedicated people to the, to the community that are really trying to, to, to do that
0: yeah yeah do you feel like that has been a kind of a new effort or this is, has it been long term like this people just just diving in
1: I think it's been um a, a work in progress and and now we're really starting to see the fruits of mm. others labor that have come before us yeah um you know uh we we all know the 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 history of well, not all of us, but most of us know the history of the South. And most of us and a lot of us know the history of of Americas within um that 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 realm. Um, however, there were people mm-hmm. um at at that time, way before you and I were yeah. here, um, that laid the foundation for what we see now. Mm-hmm. Community, a community working together. Yeah. And yeah, we have our differences. Yes, we have our own opinions. Um, what I would love to see is Um, my neighbors sit down at a big round table and we all just voice out, everybody listens to everybody, and then you have a chance to respond. I think that's, that would be a wonderful way to, you know, resolve any issues that still may be here.
0: Yeah. 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 I think, I think that is, I mean, a a place where you can be able to express, uh, you know, your thoughts and, and, and again, you know. You gotta recognize that not everything that you think is right, right? so that's always important um, but being able to express it and allow people to to hear um and then be able to to hear from someone else and and their expression so um you know we talk again a lot about values here being a next level neighbor, there's values that you need to have in order to be a next level neighbor and one of the ones that are very important to me that I've brought up several times is the the value of wonderment that you actually are truly engaged like you you have a wonder about it it's not like i just immediately assume because i know your name and i know a little bit about you that that now i'm just going to take it from there and i can go ahead and categorize you mm-hmm. but it's this idea of i i'm truly curious about your life i want to know more about you um so that that i can better understand where you're coming from so uh i think that's a that's a really great value what are some values that you've seen in americas so you 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 expressed this is a great place what are some values that you've seen or some u- unique characteristics that define this community?
1: Um one 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 big um thing is that uh, you don't find much judgment
2: mm-hmm.
1: um in day-to-day interaction. What you find is individuals who are genuinely concerned about another's well-being. Mm-hmm. Um and, and you know, I've lived in other places. I've 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 lived in san antonio texas i've lived in big cities smaller places um and you don't find that in every community um particularly big ones but even small ones like america's you don't find that um you know that a lot of times i'm um, in certain places that i've lived there's different fractions of of community mm-hmm. you know you stay over here on on this side don't come over here yeah and and we'll stay from over your side and you come over here mm-hmm. um what wonderful thing about America's is that individuals will go into a neighborhood um that they may not live in but they'll go in there and they'll work and they'll show um their concern and they'll try to do some things that 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 need to be done they'll help their neighbor yeah. um, they'll assist in any way they can as a whole um and and that's just one of the um, check marks Mm -hmm. for, you know, why is America so great? That's why it's great because of my neighbors. It's great because of the individuals, um, that truly care about humanity. It's, it's about, um, it's, it, it's a great community because we do community Mm -hmm. pretty well. I mean, there are some things we still have to learn, Yeah, but I think America's as a whole, we do community pretty well. That's
0: good. That's good. Uh, and so you've probably been a lot, uh, been a part of a lot of like maybe events or programs or projects, Mm -hmm. Uh, what, what are some that have, you've been really proud to be a part of?
1: Um, the America's music fest. Okay. Um, this year, um, the last year, you know, it was kind of put together in, in fast paced. this year, um, had a chance to kind of plan it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the major things that, um, we all sat at the table to talk about was inclusion, you know, um, we have a diverse population here mm-hmm. and a lot of times Um, Some of those smaller smaller populations get lost in the shuffle. No, I I don't think it's intentional. I just think they get lost. But we have to go out and say, hey, we're having this here and we're going to do something for you. What would you like? What would you like done to represent what 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 it is that um, represents your culture? Mm. Um, what can we do to show that America it has the diversity in that we are all willing as a community to include everybody? Yeah. Um, and so um, that American Music Fest, um, that that was one. Um, you know, there were some things that that um, I did. Um, with with co-founders of the social exchange mm-hmm. um where, where um we had um stations of the cross mm-hmm. um people came together to to see that um we had a art um art showing um yeah. the the murals that are on on fenn Street um people came out when of the veiling unveiling of those um so
0: yeah 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 i do it's 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 amazing that you know, the arts do a really great job at bringing people together, music, I mean, all of that. There's there's a sense that just kind of, just everybody can gravitate to, you know? Absolutely. Um, so for example, you know, it might be, let's just say an old hymn, like Amazing Grace. You could say that in 14 different languages and everybody knows that chord progression. Yes. And so we can all, even if even if it's not in our language, we know kind of what's going on and we feel that. And we're just like, all right, we're all here trying to do the same thing. So things like music, I think are really great traction points. You know, it's, it's kind of what pulls people together. And so I want to continue to do that. I know, I mean, it's, well, let me ask you as far as communication is concerned. I mean, there's so many forms of communication. I think that's one of the most difficult pieces to any small town or any, really any, any, any large project is who are you supposed to talk to? How do you get it out? You know, Uh, who's going to go do it? Um, have you, have you found anything that's been highly effective or do you feel like there's still some things that we need to figure out when it comes to communication?
1: Um, I think we do a pretty good job of it. Um, it's, it's, and it's really about, um, people who are involved in the actual project, Mm -hmm. um, making the decision to get out there and ensure that everybody that they know Mm -hmm. that knows them, that, that, their friend knows that their friend knows knows what's going on, mm-hmm. um, and, and that means a little bit of beating the pavement a little bit, yeah. You know, maybe going out somewhere where you 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 know you don't normally go on a daily basis or a regular basis in in the community um seeing a a, uh individual that you know you just pass and you might know his face or she might know your face and you say hey this is going on are you going to be there yeah um those types of things um and and and, um that's important when you're talking about a small town like this because you know i the people that you know that i may not know i'm connected to them through you yeah because you and i are friends yeah um you know i i i thank you and, and i know many of the listeners they they wouldn't know but you know when when you and your wife invited us um summer and i to to have dinner with you yeah that was just and it was so enjoyable and it, it was just so cool and we just really enjoyed it
0: yeah 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 well i'll I tell you like I said, you are, uh, man, you're, you're so personable, you're so relational. Um, and, uh, I think that continuing this progression of, Hey, let's continue to, to open up our doors, have dinners, let, let's get out there, meet people where they're at, kind of get a chance to hear their story. Um, you know, and again, just coming into this town, I mean, there are, I'm still learning like what the traditions are, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what kind of the cultural framework is? Some of it's healthy, like you said. Some of it's unhealthy. You know, we're still working through some of those things. Um, what What do you think? Uh, some Some things in this in this city in this county that are traditions that are that that are just healthy that are just you just love being a part of it. Being there. You know. Um, there are a lot of things.
1: Um, but one again is 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 um being able to walk down the street and see someone
2: mm-hmm.
1: um just about every step I take that I know <laughs> you yeah. know that yeah. that's wonderful you know mm-hmm. I might not have seen them for 2 weeks but I mm-hmm. I go to the sandwich shop and there Bob is and hey Bob yeah. I haven't seen you in 2 weeks how you doing man how's family you know and just getting um just having that that communication and that connection yeah. with another human being yeah. um and that that you know you know it's concerned about your well-being you're concerned about their well-being and their families you sit you sit um, maybe for 15 20 minutes and you didn't mean to yeah. but it turns into that you know because you're just genuinely happy to see one another
0: yeah yeah. That's good. I uh, One of the things I, I've really enjoyed, I don't know if they do it every year. I don't know if they're doing it this year, but even like the tour of homes, things like that, you know, mm-hmm. it's very, people just get a chance to come in and, and, and get to hear a little bit of the history. Um, you know, just building on top of these things, I think are, are really, really important. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So Absolutely. Um. All right. Well, we also talk a little bit about, you know, the issues in America as we're, you know, sitting down, you know, having coffee or having dinner. Um, and we kind of know the, the the big overarching things like education is obviously really, really important. We want to see that. We we obviously we want to see crime rate grow down. We want to see poverty go down. You know, uh, we want to deal with our social issues, whatever those are. Um, and, and I think, too, you know, we it just, like you said, it just takes time. You know, uh, I can't remember who said it, I think it was off of a movie, but the first thing that you need to do to get out of a hole is to stop digging.
1: <laughs> I've heard that saying, right? I, I, mean, I can't remember who yeah, said it. Yeah,
0: it's such a great thing of like, okay, well, we've got some issues, but we gotta, we gotta stop digging first, right? Right. Um, so what are some social changes or needs uh, that you have, uh, that, that you observe um, that we need to see within our community?
1: Um, communication. Okay. Um, and when I say communication, I'm, I mean something very specific. Talk about the heart issues. Um, let's stop fighting. Mm. Let's stop arguing over things that aren't gonna matter in the next 10, 15, 20 years. They're not gonna matter um, whether our children are are, are doing well or, or, or not. Um, but what it will do is um, mm. it will build up community. Um, I learned something um, one day I like to share um, had a conversation, was having a conversation with a group of guys and, and, and we were talking and it was right around the time when they were starting to tear down statues and, and, and other, other things. And, and so of course everybody gets heat, got really heated, Uh, the situation in, in, in the nation was heated. And, um, I forgot some individual said, oh, well they should tear that, that statue down. And, and, um, another gentleman says, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I fly the flag, um, but Carl and I—Carl is my best friend, one of my best friends. He's—I I trust him the most, mm-hmm. and and so I wanted to hear a little bit more about that. Um, and he made me understand something that I that that I never understood. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have some things, um, just because of my background, mm-hmm. who I am, um, my culture, that are very symbolic to me. Mm-hmm. And they're not right or wrong. They're just very symbolic to me. And it's in my, in, in my grain it, it runs through my blood. Mm-hmm. Um, so why should I be um, be upset when there's something that I may not see as a positive, but for that individual that grew up, that has that culture,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that, that it runs through their, their blood, Mm -hmm. um why can't i listen to what they have to say about it Mm -hmm. and why can't we sit down and come to a a a a, you know agree to disagree and and leave it alone or or just say ah i never thought about that well my response was ah i never thought about it that way Mm -hmm. if you know in other words if we would just stop for a minute and just listen yeah. It Sometimes it just takes listening. You don't have to agree, but stop thinking while people are talking, mm-hmm. just truly do some active listening. Yeah. And sometimes you, you just, you figure out with, within your own self, well, that was pretty stupid yeah. for me to be offended over such, such a, a small thing over something that really, really um, doesn't make much of a difference in the grand scheme of life anyway.
0: Yeah. yeah. But there there is something there that there's there's something that you're you're thinking and again an experience that you've had that that creates this opportunity for you to say, Hey, listen, I feel like where this is where that conversation is going is not something that I value or I but but you still give space for that. And I think people need to know what that is because we don't do well. It's immediately, like I said, all right, now I have to formulate an argument against about what you're saying by the time you get finished instead of actually listening. Do you have any response? Like where, how do you do that? How do you do that?
1: Um, don't take it personal. I first, I don't take it personal. I separate myself from, from, um, the individual cause it's easier to get upset with another human being than it is to get upset with words mm-hmm. and just listen to the words. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I, 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 I call it closing my mind's eye. Mm-hmm. stop looking at the individual and just listen to the words um and hear what they're saying i mean actually yeah. actually listen to what what it is their 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 argument is mm-hmm. and then formulate whatever my response is going to be do that after i've heard everything that that individual has to say yeah and why do we get so offended so easily
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. <laughs> i mean you know um we have to just learn that we're all human beings we we say things we shouldn't Mm-hmm. we do things we shouldn't we make mistakes um you know we think things we shouldn't um that's all part of being a human yeah you know and that's why we have christ because yeah. we're yeah. not we're not always going to do the right thing right but yes. that's why he came yes. and so if we could extend a little grace to yep. each other
0: yeah
2: cuz
1: we see each other every day mm-hmm. we we we're, we're interacting with one another every day and we we can't just give a little grace to one another yeah
0: yeah, yeah. There's there's so many just right there um that people just need to wrestle with. It's so hard because there's an expectation that I know everything or at least I know enough of what I'm about to say. You know, especially if you know if I'm looking at the next, you know, the the next media thing that they shell out, within 2 days someone has read an article, <laughs> become an expert and now have shared that article with the whole world saying this is where I stand. I'm like, you're, you're not a medical professional. It's okay, like share, you know, but like you're coming at it as I know all things. Uh, but then like you said, there's this There's this thing that says, uh, I'm right, and I have to convince you that I'm right to be okay. Because if you don't think how I think, then I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a piece of us that says, well, that may be because I'm limited. It may be because I'm broken. It may be because we're both broken. And again, that's a hard sell to really accept, right? I mean, you don't, you don't need a savior if you don't think you're, you, you need saving, right? right? So right. I think that those conversations need to be had more. Uh, and, and even, even with uh, the words, like you said, every word should matter to us. So if, for example, if someone says the word love or community, or before I begin to say, well, this is what I think, I don't even know what you mean by Right. those words. So my first reaction shouldn't be to try to establish maybe another point, but to even just dive a little bit deeper into what you just said so that I would be able to better understand it. Right? I mean, that's right. that's what we're talking about, active listening, right. communicating. Um, and there's there's been a few times I've tried to do this with my wife. It's not been <laughs> successful, <laughs> right? Happens
1: to all of us.
0: Man, you really know. You, you, you learn. You learn, right? Uh, right. You learn what to, what to do and what not to do. Uh, but there's been a few times where even, even when there's an argument and there's a disagreement, that I spend time trying to articulate her side of the argument in such a way that it would make her argument better. And I think if we did that, hmm. it might help us in our communication to say, Hey, I hear what you said. Uh, and if I were to make that argument, I would add this and this and this because I think it actually makes your argument better. I think what that does is allow us to understand the person, to fight for the person, and then say, "Now I'm going to disagree with that argument, but at least I understood it, and then I repeated it to you." So if I say, "Hey, is this what you're saying?" and they say, "That's not what they're—that's not what I'm saying," then you have to ask them again. Then what? What did you mean? Right. 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 How hard is that? Right. You know. Uh, but we don't want to do that. Um, and so I, I think that we need to do that more and more. So that's, I mean, and I, and I do, I think it's going to help with things like education and crime and poverty, because what we're doing is we're giving time to share so that we say, Hey, what do you actually need from us? Right. right? When it comes to even right. education. So, um, you know, to, and to that ahead. point, I'm sorry to, yeah, no, please but, do. but to
1: that point, I was at, a, at, at some, some, uh, planning meeting and, and, um, someone made the, the, um, the remark. Well, you know, we need to help them, mm-hmm. and my question was, well, what do we need? What do we know about what they need? <laughs> because yes. our, you know, even yes. even the best intentions people, we think, okay, I know what this. Indiv- I'm going to go help this individual. I know what they need, and I'm going to get it for them. And it could be, you could be a hundred percent off mm-hmm. of what they need. Yeah, because no one, no one's asking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's, that's, and I keep saying, it, and I'm, I, that's one of my, 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 my favorite words is empathy because it reminds me, and I say it a lot because it reminds me that sometimes I need to take my shoes off, put your shoes on yeah. and kind of walk that, that, that path that you're walking with you. So I can understand mm-hmm. much better what's going on.
0: Yep. Yep. Well, it's definitely, it's definitely something that we need to practice more and more. So. So okay, let's just say, you know, we, we got someone who's listening in who wants to do that better. You know, let's just say they're they've they've had a few conversations, or maybe this is their first conversation with someone and they're starting to feel that tension. What what are some things that you would say is, hey, just be mindful of this, be remembering, you know, remember this.
1: Um, just remember that most of our own opinions, individual opinions, have been shaped by some of um the things that we've gone through.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, in a lot of things that we've gone through, although they may be the same, we reacted to them differently. Mm-hmm. The environment was different, um, so that so that we can remind ourselves um, to show to to show the empathy. So we can remind ourselves to be listeners, to be good, active listeners. Yeah. Um. Because I would think the goal, or at least in any conversation I have, um, the goal is to can we leave both leave this table. At least some compassion for the others' views. Mm-hmm. We don't have to agree, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're not always going to agree. Yeah. But do do we? Can I have enough compassion um, to understand that? Okay, your experience might have been very different than my experience, mm-hmm. and what and and what our discussion and and the opinions that we're we're formulating here comes from those experiences, mm-hmm. and maybe we need to say, let's take a time out. You know what? how was it when you were growing up? Yeah. Um, what was it like, you know, how did you feel? Mm-hmm. What are you feeling right now? Yeah. Um, and, and, and that brings everybody's level down, yeah. right? And now we, yeah. can have, now we can have a conversation like you and I are having this conversation yeah. right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, you know, and I, I think too that, you know, some people are still a little intimidated by having just conversations because what you're asking them to do is not just to be transparent, but to be vulnerable. And that doesn't put anybody in a safe spot because every time they've been vulnerable, they've probably been hurt. And so they're trying to not experience that as well. And so as we're having those conversations, we need to be a person who is trustworthy enough to say, hey, when you're vulnerable, I'm not going to attack you.
1: Yes, yes. Or, and just know that there are gonna be people out there that when you're vulnerable, they are gonna attack you. Yeah. And and just be prepared for that, mm. and and don't let it get you to the point where, um, you group all of humanity that That's way. That's good, yeah, right, yeah, yeah yep. Um, because th- there's there's so many different views. There's so many different. Pe- I mean, there's billions of people. So, mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, there could be billions of opinions.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Um, it just so happens, you know, our our minds are just. Uh, uh, they're, they're, they're limited in, in some, and some points. Um, and so a lot of the opinions are the same and you just want to get and pick up with the people that have yeah. the same opinions that you have, mm-hmm. but are you really learning anything?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I think that, uh, again, as, as, even as we're looking at the, the, the future, of Americus and, and what we wanna see for this great community. I mean, there are some things, you know, I'm, I'm hearing some buzz, man. People are getting excited about Americus. You know, there's some potential for some really great jobs and, and people to come in, uh, you know, as people are, you know, considering and businesses are considering coming in, um, you know, what are some things that we need to be mindful of as a community? Uh, so again, you know, I've, I've asked the question, you know, what do we need to like start doing? You know, what, what do we need to stop doing? And, and what are, what's at least one thing that we should never stop doing as a community? As people come in um, and, and we want to see this, again, it's not necessarily about numbers and growth, but it's about thriving, mm-hmm. right? We all want to thrive. absolutely. Maybe, maybe some people love 15,000 people, and that's great. But we want to make sure that it's thriving, right? Right. Um, and so, and preparing for whatever that is. So what, what are your thoughts on either values that need to be challenged or... Um, you know, things that need to be created for people to, uh, thrive in in this next 10, 10 years, you know, to,
1: to, to be honest with you, um, in, in, in conversations that I've, I've had, even when people don't agree, um, even when they stand on, on, um, opposite ends of, of, of an argument, um, the values are, they still have the same values. And I think Mm -hmm. that's one great thing about, about our community is that, um, neighbor helping each other um being concerned for one for one another um wanting our community to to thrive i think those are core values of mm-hmm. everybody who lives here in, in america's we all want the same thing um we may have different opinions of how to get there yeah. but that value th- that that value is 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 important because we pass that on to our kids yeah and they pass it on to their kids um, and hopefully, what happens is that it goes out to the people that are just come just passing through. And yeah. they remember that, hey, when we went to Americas, remember those those people that we didn't know. They just walked up to us and yeah. and gave us directions and and told us all these great places to eat, and we went to each and every one of them, and boy, did we have a time there?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, you know, you, 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 you uh, have a lot of conversations with a lot of different people. Some people have come, some people have left. Um, is there anything you've noticed about people that have left they, that they felt were uh, a concern for the community? Um,
1: yes. Um, I, I know um, a number of people said there's just not enough industry here. Mm-hmm and you know and and that happens when you're when you're a smaller town of course you're not you're not always going to get the the ibms or or you know the big car manufacturers to come here however there are some things that we can do at the city level there are some things we can do at the community level um to 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 um to kind of ensure that a business owner or or a company they'll at least take a look at america's Mm -hmm. um we can we can make sure that there are things in our community for people to do we can make sure that our community is safe Um, we need to talk about um and celebrate those individuals that do great things in our community every Mm -hmm. single day yeah um you know i i haven't heard anybody talk about um Chief Scott, who is, you know, he's in this, he's the chief of police of this small little, little city. Mm -hmm. However, he is the chair of the national, some national organization that, that he's part of it. it, That's um, for the police officers. Um, Not only that, the American police department has a certification, a national certification that not even a lot of the big cities I'm um, um, half. And that's, we need to celebrate that. We need yeah. to celebrate that. We have a chief of police that is willing to go all out, mm-hmm. that is willing to do, to do the work, to try to make this community better and, yeah. and safer.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Highlighting the, the, the areas in which we're excelling really well, because what you, what you celebrate, you replicate. I mean, it just is what it is, you know? Exactly. And as the community continues to value the people here, uh, and just know, yeah, I mean, there are, there. there's more than one. And I oh, think yes. that, and, and the reality is that they can be a part of that too. You know, uh, like you said, there's two college colleges here. Uh, it would be really great for them as they're just kind of here is to see like, this is a city to invest in. It's a city to come and, you know, start, start a business or at least, you know, continue to help businesses thrive here. So with their skills and talents.
1: So, and I know with my job, um, South Georgia Tech, um, isn't, is just a wonderful community partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're always they're, they're, a lot of times they're in the background mm-hmm. um, but they're they're always trying to, to see what they can offer to the community since they're they're here they're part of the community yeah um you know institutions that are part of the community there should feel there's a responsibility for them to be part of the community and that means actively getting students and and faculty members and staff to come in and participate
0: Yeah yeah, that's huge. So you you've used the word community, kind of community inclusion. What would that look like? What would that what would a perfect scenario in a sense, what would that look like to you?
1: Is there perfection when we're talking about you,
0: well, you, yeah, humanity? Well, yeah. But we're talking about vision, right? So we're talking about what we want to see. We're not saying it's gonna be there. <laughs> okay. 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 So we're just yeah. gonna
1: we're gonna yeah. hypothesize. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, that's for right. Yeah, yeah okay. let's do it. All right. Well, the perfect community would be that um um individuals. Um, we're all concerned for each other. Meaning that, um, like when I grew up in Bloomfield, um, if uh, Mrs. Duncan saw me doing something that she knows Mrs. Reed would not allow Carl to do, Mrs. Duncan would come out of her house, she would grab Carl by the collar. She might whoop him, because Mrs. Reed said, if you see him doing something, Um, spank him on his butt, but she's bringing me to Mrs. Reed and saying, "This is what I found Carl doing." Mm-hmm. And instead of Mrs. Reed arguing with the lady, "Why you put your hands on my child?" We're not talking about abuse. We're just talking yeah. about um, um, yeah. having investment in 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 the community. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, "Well, thank you, Mrs. Duncan. That's right. I will take care of this. <laughs> you won't have to have. You won't see this problem again." Mm-hmm. And she never did. Yeah. Um. You know. <laughs> You know, yeah. th- nowadays, um, and and I don't know if it's just the sign of the times, or you know, if it's, I, I mean, I guess we could say all kinds of things. Um, but but the perfect community would be, um, a community where the whole village is raising every single child mm. within it, yeah. And and that means then that every parent is having a discussion, an interaction, communication, um, some type of um, relationship building with their neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. With other people in the community.
0: Yeah. That's good. I read a book that's called, uh, parenting beyond your capacity. And it was the idea of, you know, creating that village where, you know, your kids will know that, Hey, look, I might not even go talk to my mom right now about that, but I know I'm going to talk to this guy because you've set them up to be able to talk to them. <laughs> and what they're going to tell them is, Hey, go tell your mom and dad. Absolutely. It's all right. Like they got you. They love you you know? Um, and I think that's, that's an a really an amazing thing. And, and we could start, the great thing is, is the way that you've pushed that or, or shared that is it's, it's on an individual level too. You're not talking about something that takes a long time. To, right. It's just, Hey, look, start talking to your kids and letting them know, Hey, I'm going to build a coalition of people that are around me that love you. And, uh, they're going to be looking out for you just as much Absolutely. as I look out for you. And cause we want the best for you. Um, so I think those are really amazing. What, I, I Obviously, again, we're talking about you know what we want to see, but even at uh, uh, an organizational level, there's so many organizations in Americas, and that is a good thing, but sometimes it also can be a negative thing because you're also talking about fighting for funding and trying to get communication and then trying to do this project. It's like, well, we're doing this on Tuesday, and then you're doing this on Thursday, and you know we're trying to get the same people. so w- what are some obstacles that we can be aware of as a community to kind of uh get better at doing? more more things together syncing up
1: well that's a good question and you know there are there they there are those discussions um you have organizations such as the heart of sumter um the the um chamber of commerce um uh other organizations around that are talking about okay we're all doing the same thing mm-hmm. how can we come together and collaborate so so that we're just filling in gaps and not over overlapping one another mm-hmm. to fight for that funding. How can we work together to you can help me get the funding here. I can help you get the funding here. Mm-hmm. Um I do this, you do that part, and let's work together as as a collaborative. Yeah. Um so those yeah. discussions are going on. Yeah. Because I'm I'm part of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's going to be really healthy and really good. Um, and I think even as a community, as as you know, c- citizen shareholder, you know, being able to know that a those conversations are happening, and b being able to express those clearly, I think with someone like me. So, for example, you know, I, I don't know if this happens because I haven't gone to a you know a, a city meeting in a while. So forgive me for not you know showing up and, and being there. But but one of the things that that I, I think would be helpful is okay. So we've got funding for certain projects that are happening in the city. And so I'm like, man, I wish that they would work on this road, right? And it's in the works, but it's probably a year and a half, two years Mm -hmm. down. There's three things, other things that are happening that need to happen first. As a citizen, I don't know what those three things are. All I know is that this road is still not being fixed. And so that communication will also be helpful to say, hey, listen, here's the top three things we're doing in the next six months. So just know it's on the list, but we're doing these things. And that kind of settles me to say, well, I'm not going to, which I don't do this anyway, but there's no reason to get on Facebook and start blasting about this city right. street because you know that things are happening and it's for the whole community. Hey, it's coming, it's coming. So the, the better that we can do that where we're not overlapping and we're just communicating, I think is just going to be truly helpful. And the great thing is, like you said, it just takes time because there's a lot of ships that need to be kind of moved, right. big rudders and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so okay, we'll kind of, we're we're kind of getting to this place where I would love to spend a little bit more time just getting a chance to know you. So we have these, okay. what we call rapid fire questions. So these questions are literally just set up for us to get a chance to get to know Carl just a little bit more on an intimate level. Okay. Uh, just have a little bit of fun. Um, and so here goes a few things. One is, um, I would love to know, what is your what is your favorite poem that you have written?
1: Ooh. John, put me on the spot. I know. That, right? that can't be rapid that's fire. That's not rapid right that, that, fire. That, that's that. Oh, you got, uh, him. You got uh, him. My response, I'm dead now. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what the uh, poem's
2: uh, called? Uh, I'm dead now. <laughs>
1: the favorite poem. Um, yeah. I have a few. Okay. But I I would I would
0: What's your top three? Top three. Yeah. Orange Moon. Okay.
1: Um, which talks about um and uh being Finding your 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 partner, mm. f- finding your spiritual partner, finding that that one, um, and you know they're like this beautiful, gorgeous moon, wow, um, in the sky that, that that that's that would be one. Um, always make up stuff about Tammy. <laughs> one day I. <laughs> Yeah. One day I'll share that one with you. Okay, um, that's that talks about the the how people can get so offended so easily, and and when you look at it and you put it on paper, how funny and silly mm. it it sounds. Um, and we do that as human beings all the time. But it but if you really took a step back, it's yeah. really silly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, you have to laugh at at yourself. <laughs> uh, um, uh. Those I would have to say okay. would, would be mine.
0: That's good. Yeah. Team. I mean, I threw you on my the spot. Team. Team. Yeah. You threw me <laughs> so on the spot with that I did, one. I did. All right. Uh, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would where would you want to go? Mars. Mars. Oh, OK. All right. Oh, what you a- said the world. Well, yeah. I'm, the world. I'm outside the world. OK. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm fine. sorry.
1: So you want me to stay inside? Yeah. Let's, let's stay inside, inside the Earth. Yeah. OK. <laughs> uh, I would love to see. India.
0: India, okay? Any particular reason or just
1: um just to experience the culture because it's so different than what I'm mm-hmm. I'm used to that I've been exposed to and I have not been exposed to much in terms of their culture and yeah. I I think it would just be such a learning experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Um, all right. Are you a, are you a morning person or are you a night person? Are you staying up late or are you getting up in the morning? What's... I am
1: I, I do both, but I am okay. not a morning person. When I get up early, I'm grumpy.
0: Yep. Come <laughs> I on. don't want
1: to talk to anybody. Come on. I don't wanna hear good morning mm-hmm. until I've had my cup of coffee.
0: Okay, all right. Um
1: and but I'm 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 a night, I'm an evening night person. Um once 12 o'clock hits. Yeah. You're ready to go. I'm yeah. ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm hitting it hard from 12 noon to time. I go to bed.
0: <laughs> I, it. I love it. Now with your coffee, do you, you put anything in it? Just sugar, just sugar. All right. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, this is, uh, are you a dog or cat person? Do you, are you kind of uh, an animal person? I,
1: I, I am an animal person. Um, We've got four dogs. Okay. Two cats, one bird,
0: Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, so how did they I, all again, show up at like, your house? Like, like, like yeah. I like like I feel about humanity. Yeah, just, like just taking them just in,
0: taking them all in.
1: You know, diversity, <laughs> inclusion.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, what, what's your favorite way to unwind or just relax?
1: Um, sit in front of the TV mm-hmm. with summer. Yeah, um, watching a movie. We'll we'll um, some weekends we'll binge watch. Um, some of our favorite shows on Netflix, nice. and we'll sit there all day and all evening. Yeah,
0: yeah. What what What's a favorite show that you would binge watch? Um, you need to catch up on right now.
1: Um, Nurse Ratchet. Um, American Horror Stories. We're <laughs> we're weird people. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's interesting. It is. It, it is. It, it is. is. It is. Um, all right. Uh, do you have a favorite inspirational quote or a motto or anything like that?
1: No. Not not, not I have many, yeah, yeah and yeah. and it's always dependent upon With
0: the what the situation the situation is, yeah, no, that makes that makes sense all right uh what what, what was the what was the worst job that you ever had
1: hmm. well, that's a good question John, because i I loved just about every job that I okay, um, I worked when I moved to San Antonio, Texas, I worked at a circle k, okay as a cashier clerk, cleanup
0: guy. I I hated that job. I yeah. did. So, yeah. Yeah. The- okay, there it <laughs> is. Hey. <laughs> right? Uh what what's your what's your favorite season? Fall. Fall. Any particular reason?
1: Um not too cold, mm-hmm. not too hot. Um when and and of course I grew up in New England. So, mm-hmm. um the beauty of the foliage is just every time autumn comes, that's the first thing that image I have in my mind is being in the woods and in, in Connecticut and just looking at the beauty of all yeah. colors.
0: Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Uh, one more. If you could have dinner with any historical figure, who would it be?
1: It just has to be one. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I would like to sit down with, with okay. a few to hear their, their Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Um, County Cullen, who was a, a, a poet um during the the um Harlem Renaissance, um Hitler, just to hear mm-hmm. what his thought process was mm-hmm. um Martin Luther King, yeah, um and uh, and Gandhi. imagine having be be able to sit at a table with such a diverse thought process mm-hmm. and hearing them share um, their views, their experiences, um, you would have to come away. Um, your mind would have to be enriched in, mm-hmm. in so many different ways. Yeah. Whether you're, you, you agreed with, with, you know, what they did or not. Yeah. Um, and some people will probably get upset. He said Hitler. Well, yeah. I, I really like to know what makes mm-hmm. a human being tick.
0: Yeah. 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 No, that's good. I mean, that's, and it's great because it is, I mean, it's, that's, even diverse in its, you know, theological implications and all of those types of things. I mean, it's really, really an amazing thing. Well, Carl, like I said, you're, you're an amazing person to talk to. Well, thank you. I love thank our you. conversations. Uh, I look forward to having more of our conversations, you know, Absolutely. Um, off the podcast and, uh, you know, maybe in another year or two, we can kind of see where we're at and love to have you back on and, and kind of see, you know, where America's is still going. Um, Definitely. And things like that. So, Do I get
1: a chance to ask a question? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What does missional community mean to you i've been looking <laughs> yeah. at that ever since i walked right in. there yep. yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah so missional community uh it is a it's it's a family it's a spiritual family of of servant missionaries right who are sent by god to make disciples that make disciples so the idea is that it's a it's a group of people that are in genuine relationship with god and others and they are they are being the kingdom of god for others as they are together and so while they're while they're, you know, in a particular maybe they're on a Sunday morning service and they're spending time together or to worshiping, but that's not all that's not all that's where they're at. They're at the grocery store. They're spending time together. They're at the sports events together. And they're just a community of people that are on the same mission uh, to be a spiritual family to one another and and bring people into that kingdom of God. And um, and so the, the biggest piece would be John 13, 35, where Jesus says, and they will know that you're my disciples by your love for one another. Well, how are they going to see you if you're just at a church service on a Sunday morning? All right. You're out and about all the time, you know, together as much as you can. So it's about life on life, you know? Um, and so that's, yeah, It's love it's been it. a heartbeat of mine for a long time. Um, I love it. So, um, I, and I will say this, as an evangelist, as someone who loves to knock on a door, um, one of the things that I really struggled with, honestly, was I would share about the kingdom of God uh, and then if someone really wanted to take their step into that, I wouldn't know where to honestly to bring them because it would just, I would feel as if, I don't know if this church is going to be for them. I don't know if my church is going to be for them. But so with that, I was like, I want to be a part of the uh, a kingdom that I want to invite people into. And so it just goes beyond just sharing your faith. It's bringing people right. into community. So,
1: right. And how could you not have empathy and love in that?
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Thank absolutely. you so much, Carl. So Thank much for you. coming on.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Have a good evening. All right. We're
2: good. We're good, man. Great. Great on time. Great on everything. Uh, Do me a favor. Go ahead.